Okay, everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me, as always, is... Sesame, Mango, and Carta. Mango. Yeah. So, so what brings upon that name? Uh, because I came up with a pun called Bingo Mango, and then... And then I just, I don't know, just liked it, so... And I kept it. Remember that character Mango on Saturday Night Live that Chris Kattan used to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, vaguely. Yeah. Um, I do too, vaguely. It's just when you said Mango, all of a sudden that popped in my head. What like what was his thing? I'm, I don't remember much. I, I'm, I'm trying the- to remember. I think he was like a, uh androgynous like stripper type character or something, or dancer. Oh, yeah. Okay, I think I sort of... Yeah, I think I still remember. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Interesting. But yeah, I like the name Mango. And I like Fruit Mango. So (laughs) I decided to change my name to Sesame Mango and Carta, which I don't think Sesame Seeds would go well on a mango, personally. But, you know, I don't know. We'll see. Um, Should try it. Maybe. I mean, how did they get the Sesame Seeds to stick to the bun? I still don't know. I, I'm thinking some kind of like oil that sticks, maybe, or you know, some kind of yeah. glaze. I don't really know. Um, and, and, and that's a joke I stole from uh, from Mitch Hedberg. Oh, okay. Who, uh, coincidentally, in a nice segue, guest starred on an episode or two of that '70s show before he passed away. Oh yeah, that's right. And uh, he worked at the Hub. The the little hangout that the kids all went to. Um, yeah. And uh, with that in mind, we are talking today about the new Netflix 10-episode uh, first season of the sequel series to uh, that 70s show entitled That 90s Show. <laughs> so um, we are... Um, in this follow-up here, it's, uh, like 15 years later after the end of that 70s show, and we're, um, following the adventures of Leia Foreman, the teenage daughter of Eric and Donna from the original series, and her hanging out down the street, the same old thing she did last week. Hey. Well, wait, no. (laughs) Hey. In, in the basement of the foreman's house, um, spending the summer with her grandparents, uh, Red and Kitty Foreman, and uh, in Point Place, Wisconsin. Yeah, in the same house that all the adventures from the original series took place. And uh, we meet a new group of kids that she becomes friends with, and uh, they all hang out in the basement, and Insanity ensues. Right? I mean, I wouldn't say insanity. I but, know. But, uh, <laughs> but they, yeah, they have playing out and they slope pods, which I, I'll get into that whole thing in a minute. But uh, yeah, because that pot had to have been at least 20 years old. And okay, so uh, uh, yeah, um, yeah. They're, I'm not they're, sure they're, if it lasts that long, but. Uh, <laughs> I guess it it doesn't really go 
bad per se. It might lose some of its potency. From yeah, what, true, from, but it might like, burn your lungs being so dry too. If like yeah, like but, uh, uh. <laughs> but that's uh, okay because you can wash it down with some raisin bran. Well, yeah, I guess <laughs> you net off the my Mickey cough, but um, <laughs> oh, you got. You got two things, you know, scratching your throat. So I don't know. And, uh, yes, didn't think that through, but, uh, but so they call it cat scratch fever, my friend. That's the reason why, no, it's not what they call it. But, oh, uh, no. <laughs> I don't think it's what Ted Nugent meant, but, uh, yeah. you know, the that, Nuge, yeah, the Nuge. Yes. Yay. Great I America. love that guy. Great American. I love him yeah. so much. I love Ted Nugent. I love him. I believe you too. You you know how I'm saying love. I love him. <laughs> anyway, um, well, why don't you marry him? I love him just like the buffalo he kills. Oh wait, what? Yeah, the day Ted Nugent killed all the animals. The day <laughs> Ted Nugent killed all the animals. But he did it so he could bond with his male friends. He did it so they could broadcast it on ESPN. Sorry. Wally Pleasant. Yes, Wally, Wally Pleasant. Pleasant. Yes. <laughs> One of the good things about this show is that there was no Ted Nugent music feature, which, of course, is 90s, so probably wouldn't make sense. But yeah, he wasn't really that was, popular then. There were some Ted Nugent in the original that I, yeah, every time I, yeah, I cringe a little bit, like, uh, uh <laughs> like, yeah, it's okay. Um, <laughs> a lot of music is actually not that bad, which makes it. No, I, I was gonna say there, there's a lot of like people that I don't really agree with or like that have actually yeah, like, created good art. So it's not like yeah. I can, you know, <laughs> like Stranglehold's a really good rock song. Uh-huh. That again, he's not singing on that song. He had a singer in this band uh-huh. who actually couldn't sing. Yeah, and then Ted got jealous because he wasn't just like the only star in the band because he has to be like the center of attention always. And yeah. then so he fired the guy. Because he sang too well, essentially. And then, so that's why all the songs suck afterwards, because he sings the songs and he can't sing. That's and, why I got you know, fired from all the bands I was in. Why is that? Because you were you wanted to be a star or you wanted to... Yeah, exactly. I sang too good and I was too good looking <laughs> and stuff, you know? Oh, so they're like, I, 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 only I could be the star of this band. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why. That, I, I kind of digressed there. <laughs> yes, it's fine. So, um... All right, uh, let's start out. Okay, um, I'm just going to ask you blanketly initial thoughts of these 10 episodes. Um, I didn't really like them very much, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't a huge fan of it. Um, I didn't read any reviews beforehand. I didn't, I didn't let my opinion be swayed at all from anyone else's like, yeah. thoughts about it or it being too woke, or, which I didn't. I watched it. I barely didn't see no that at all. No, yeah, I didn't really. I mean, I guess by woke they meant that there was a black character and a couple Asian characters. So I guess to them that's what woke means. So oh yeah, but to me, other yeah. than that, there wasn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, no, <laughs> call it that. Yeah, I mean, I liked it. So, <laughs> um, I I my main uh, main thing with it is is I I don't. I mean, obviously it's not as good as the original, but the problem with it is is that people. Not saying you, because, you know, you, you probably have different reasons for not liking it. Um, view the original through, like, uh, nostalgic, like, rose-colored glasses. And um, it's, like, the original show, I rewatched some of the episodes, and it's not really better than this. 
it's decent, but I mean, it's not like, it's not like lights and bounds better, you know, or leaps and bounds. I don't know what lights and bounds are, but you know, we'll go. <laughs> yeah. Leaps and bounds. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I was trying to say light, light years better or something. Light years. Yeah. Light years. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. because I, I was never like a huge fan of that 70s show. I don't, yeah. mean, I don't know if I ever watched like a whole season of it. I mm-hmm. would just kind of, you know, check out a few episodes here and there and then kind of forget about it and then kind of, yeah. you know, up later. But uh, I don't know. I just, uh, I kept picking up like it was almost like a Nickelodeon type vibe or like a Disney channel. Like I think, okay, the, the reason I think that that comes a, a through and a lot of people make that comment, and I'm not trying to say it's not justified because I think it is, it definitely a lot of the things in this show would never be on Disney Channel or Nickelodeon. Um, but uh, I think a lot of it had to do. Okay, this was this was filmed on like tape. Hey, the original show was filmed on film, <laughs> so it has a different look to it. And like all of your Nickelodeon shows, for the most part, are filmed on tape. So it has the same look as a Nickelodeon show, yeah. But it, but it like, also, I mean, has the same look as like a uh, a '90s sitcom, like a like a Full House or a uh, Boy Meets World or something like that, too. Yeah, um, like the yeah brightness. It seemed like too bright for me for that. Yeah, kind of I show. think they Very- should have used like uh, different types of cameras. Obviously, they don't film things on film anymore, but you have a film look camera, like a red camera or a black magic or different things like that but this was filmed like with standard like basically like the same type of cameras you use for your like uh local news or something you know yeah or they or or they you're gonna film like the view or you know or even regular news like you know or, or like you know news you'll see on like fox news or cnn or something like that you know but um it's uh it, it the the look bothered me. I would have preferred it be on a film type of yeah. look. That was my main issue. My other issues with it is is that there were some uh, some major issues with some of their products in the background. Like there was particularly a Pringles can, which was a modern Pringles can with the <laughs> latest logo that just came out a couple years ago. Oh wow! <laughs> and they've they've gone through like two or three different logos since 1995. Yeah, so it's not that hard. I mean, they they did get a lot of things right. Like, I mean the the Coke cans that they're drinking out of all the time are completely I look like the Coke cans from 1995 specifically. So yeah, and and some other things here and there, like with their products. But there were things like here, like there there was like some like Twinkies in the background of one of the scenes that were obviously newer Twinkies, you know, <laughs> things, things that most people probably might not notice, but the Pringles can specifically is the one that bothered me because it, it, it was very like, and I think even if, I think if you did film on film, which is a little darker, you might not have noticed it as much because they had a lot of inaccuracies on the, um, with products and stuff on the original show as well. But for some odd reason, I don't think they were as noticeable because yeah, of the I mean, way it was like, filmed. 
especially too if they're doing a period piece you know that they should probably <laughs> try to at least it's, do like a you I don't know. think it would be that hard to print up a Pringles label and put it on the can from that era, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just if, like, I mean, if you can't find a Pringles can from that era, that's fine. Or, well, yeah. or you know what? Why do you need a Pringles can in the background? <laughs> yeah, why don't you just have like a generic, mm-hmm. you know, version of Pringles, which they don't think they don't taste as good, but whatever. And then, uh, yeah, or, or you can just have a random other product there, you know? It doesn't have yeah. to be, you know, but when, when you got something as recognizable as a Pringles can, it's just kind of, you know, that's what killed it for me. But I will tell yeah. you, I think I liked the show. Um, I think, I, I hope it gets a second season because it needs to develop more. The problem with, uh, with a lot of these Netflix, you know, shows and a lot of streaming shows lately is that you only give them like 10 episodes to develop in a season whereas you know regular sitcoms on network television get like you know 20 to 25 episodes you know to develop yeah per season yeah yeah and this is just these kids are obviously you know they're they're, most of them are are, uh you know some of them were good actors uh some of them i think need a little work but then again so did the kids on that 70s show if you watched the first few episodes. So they yeah, developed I mean, after a while, but it was like, and, and you're not going to have the instant chemistry like you do on all shows. It's not like we're with like friends or something. You had instant chemistry with those actors that was kind of in there because they were all, you know, well-established good actors, even though they weren't like well-known when that show came out or... <clears throat> Even, you know, the original, that 70s show, a lot of those kids had acted in things before. This, you've got, like, uh, the kid who plays uh, Jake Helso, who is, uh, um, is uh, Jackie and uh, Michael's son. He, um, he had acted in, coincidentally, a Nickelodeon show called Nicky, Ricky, Dicky, and Dawn from when he was a little kid so he was in that from uh 2014 to 2018 so you know it's like he he seemed to be able to like act pretty well but then you got other kids around him that aren't acting quite as well um i think the girl that plays uh that plays uh leia was pretty good um her name is kaylee Haverda, she's pretty good. Um, the guy that played Jake also is um, Mace Coronel. Um, this show was developed and written because that's a lot of other people are like, oh, this was just people trying to cash in on the history of these people that made the show before. It's uh, developed and a lot is written by the same creators of the original show with some new people brought in. Oh, so. And I think the direction was a little off here. There, I mean, the director of the original show was David Trainer, who directed two seasons of Boy Meets World as well. Yeah. Um, of of that '70s show, he directed almost all the episodes of that '70s show, and uh, he gave it a, an interesting feel, like it was like cohesive feel. This did have one director directing most of them, and then the last two episodes were directed by uh, Laura Prepon, who uh, played uh, 
Donna in the original series. She directed two of the ten episodes. And the rest were directed by this director named Gal Mancuso. Who has a long history of lots of uh, things that uh, they've directed. And, um, but, uh, starting with, starting way back in 1984, done a lot of television shows like Just the Ten of Us, Major Dad, Herman's Head, The Nanny, The Single Guy, Two Guys, A Girl, and a Pizza Place, Becker, <laughs> Yes, Dear. I'm just reading up, but there's like so many that Gal has directed. Um, The Middle, Community uh, directed an episode and was also a co-executive producer of Community. So, not like it's a bad director, but I don't know, you can... It just doesn't feel like there's a whole cohesive feel to the show yet. Uh-huh. But a bit, but, but like I said, it's only 10 episodes. So, um, I know you didn't care for it too much, but what were like the standout things you actually did like, if anything? Uh... I mean, it really wasn't much <laughs> that stood out. Um, that I mean, there was like a few chuckles here and there that I thought was, you know, okay, like some one-liners from Red or something like that, or yeah, uh, it, was, it was a few things I I can't really remember exactly. And there was one line in particular that I liked, but I just, shoot, I can't remember if it was Kitty said something or if it was one of the kids. I don't remember. Um. But I don't know. I just, uh, I really just didn't, I just didn't like it. It just, it felt to me, it, it felt like it's hard to explain. Like, it's like it had like a Nickelodeon feel, but like some of the humor was even raunchier than it was in that 70s show, but it was delivered in such a way that it like felt like a kid's show at the same time. So it was like really creepy in an all other way. Like, where, where it was like, yeah, it was like, wait, they're saying dirtier things they did on that 70s show, but it looks like a kid's show. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> it's funny too, because like all of these kids are teenagers. Whereas yeah. like in the original show, some of the, some of the kids were adults. You know, um, or, I mean, I mean, famously was, like Mila Kunis was only 14 when she started the show, but, but like some of them were at least 18, you know? And so having older people play younger people is not always a good thing, but sometimes, oh. sometimes it, it has a better feeling to it. You know, you don't feel as creepy as yeah. the show. I mean, and, and like I said, I like the show, so don't give me that. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was, I'm trying to remember there was a line. Damn it. It was, uh, it may have been when, Oh, I wasn't really a line. It was, it was like, uh, Leia, by the way, her full name is Leia Tatooine. No, it's not. Uh, Foreman. What's that? Oh. No, no, it's Anne. Oh, okay. I thought he said Tatooine. Oh, uh, he did. Oh, but, but, uh, but then Donna corrected him. It says her middle name's Anne. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so she was, uh, she was, cause they were doing this whole will they, won't they thing with, with her and Jay and, uh -huh. She was um, going to talk to him at their the hub or whatever it was, and uh, he had just basically like made like a new girlfriend or yeah. go on a dating beer or whatever, and she didn't know what to do. So she just pumped a bunch of ketchup in her hand. That was funny. Like, well, yeah, I'm just going to get some ketchup here. 
and and so like that's the kind of, that's the other thing too is like I felt like they were trying to like do like an overkill of like trying to like one up that 70s show sometimes where like they made her like the Eric of the group but she was like way dorkier than Eric was even like and I don't know it just sometimes it felt like like try hard almost like I yeah. don't know just to me I don't know it's just hard to explain but no, I understand just... yeah I I I actually really I thought she was doing doing a well a good job and she was actually mimicking a lot of Eric but just a lot of Donna as well I think she pulled off the the mix pretty well. Yeah. Um, the, uh, and there was... Oh, and, 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 and I mean, the, the problem with it is a lot of people say that they were trying to recreate the same group of kids, but I don't think they are because there are similarities, but there's not exact similarities. There's not like a one-for-one, one, like, you know, obviously Leia is pretty much like Eric, but it's hard to... I don't know. There, there isn't necessarily. I mean, I guess Ozzy's kind of Fez-like, but yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It's not. Re- yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, because like you know, like I mean, that's the thing too. Is like, you know, we we know who their parents are though, so like we don't really know. I guess we sort of know a little bit of the parents of some of the kids, like Eric, obviously, but like. You know, their personalities may have also been kind of a mix mixture of the two. Yeah. You know, their or whatever. So, like, and there was another part that I did like, though, is where she went to kiss um, Jay and she had, like, her hands, like, facing backwards. Or, like, oh, yeah. I mean, arms, like, she was, like, skiing, basically. Because mm-hmm. she was, like, overthinking everything, basically, yeah. about, because someone got into her head about something, so she just... That's the other thing, too. So, like, Eric, Eric was kind of, like, I see. I would say Eric's more of like a dork than a nerd. Cause nerds are usually yeah. like really smart, and he seemed like he didn't really care about school all that much. Whereas um, Leia like really is into like yeah, school, getting good grades and that kind of thing. So like, there is like a little bit of difference there. Which plus, um, plus the obvious like, um, both it being twenty years not twenty years but like fifteen years later from the end of that, and like twenty years basically from the beginning of the other show. To it being a female perspective as opposed to a male perspective, which is probably why it's all woke. Well, I, yeah, because <laughs> I, I, I saw my, I, I listened to a review just a little bit ago, and again, that was after I had already watched the show and didn't have anyone else's opinions. To, yeah, that kind of push it on my, and I did come up with a Nickelodeon thing on my own. Actually, that was not oh, yeah. from any you. That was my own. Like I said it like three times or so to myself, and uh, yeah, he was like, "Oh, you know, like Netflix shows, like they got the obligatory black character, and the obligatory gay character, and the obligatory female character, and it's like, are they obligatory or like? So what you're saying, by definition, what you're saying is that they should those people shouldn't be in shows because whenever they are, they're quote just oh we just throw them in there because we have to." Oh gee, they, they must feel so welcome. Like you know? it, it, it's like when you when you were if you were to randomly throw them into an already established group of people, they might have an argument. But when you just are starting out a show and these are the people you're being introduced to, you're not doing anything obligatory, in my opinion, because you're creating it yourself. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
it's not like you know it just happens to be who the people are um yeah it's like a lot of people are online it's like there's no way these group of people would all hang out together when you know in the 90s um 95 yeah uh, I, I i was in high school in 95 and maybe it's because i i was part of a more diverse group of people just in general because i was part of like the drama club and stuff and that was kind of my main my main crew but i hung out with gay people i hung out with you know black people i hung out with people of all walks of life you know it wasn't like uh and i mean even outside of my friend group i had you know asian friends and black friends and you know different walks of life you know jewish friends everything and this was at a catholic high school so it's like you know yeah i mean this again like i was talking to someone about this earlier too and it's like people have like short memories about stuff so they're like you know because they're like oh well we have to make everything woke now or whatever then like you'll you'll watch like a movie from like the 80s or something like that and like they'll be literally bringing up like the same exact point like one of the characters well i mean will be like bringing up the same exact point that you'll see now you know being brought up maybe more so now in current tv or movies but it wasn't like these things were just never spoken about until like two years ago or something like that like all of a sudden no the woke the woke school came and and hired all these actors and had this huge agenda to to brainwash your children through netflix or you know like you know who's really brainwashing your children's andrew tate by what i look into that actually uh um, yeah because there's a lot of boys who are really in um, when i say boys i mean boys, boys. yeah um, people who, younger than the characters on this show 12 and 13 year old <laughs> boys are worshiping this dude who is rags about like trafficking human trafficking and like just so like you want to talk about brainwashing that's far more harmful than like you know some some woke characters okay fine yeah, yeah. sometimes sometimes i do think it feels forced and it is a little cringeworthy I, i'll admit that i'm not gonna say oh it's always great you gotta no. shoehorn every, every a trans person into this show and well that, you have to do it you know sometimes it does feel a little bit you know like there, there are some times where i feel like it's shoehorned in like i mean i i loved the supergirl tv show but when all of a sudden the show jumped from CBS to CW, and they decided to make Alex gay, yeah, it was like it came it was, out. There of was no thing. mention of it whatsoever in the first season, but there was also no mention of her dating men either. So, I guess it wasn't really. It didn't really matter, but it that that was one of the few instances where I'm like, really. Like and yeah, it wasn't. So like, it, it, it wasn't like I had anything against it. It was okay story-wise it ended up bringing up some good stories but it was still like i felt like they could have just introduced a new character at that point and i know that that's an argument that people have sometimes when when there's like uh you know color switching or whatever of a character you know but still yeah i mean it's it's like i don't know sometimes it feels feels like so, andering and almost like almost like disrespectful in a sense too of like like all right, you happy? We threw on one of yours into our show. Like it's almost like a dismissive. Like all right, that shut you up, right? You know? Yeah. Like it's like no, it's like you, you know, you should actually like take care to develop a character, you know, who is that way, and to make them into like an actual. Which I'm not saying that Alex was not a good character. No. She was. I just mean like sometimes I do feel that like 
basically like corporate wokeism is 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 just like it's all it is. It's yeah, just, they're just they're sell products. They're like, oh, gay people. All right, cool. We'll just we'll slap this in here. That those make, are the, those like, are the type, make, of, type of things when whatever selling they'll throw in there. It doesn't matter. It's like. Oh, rap is cool now. You know, back in the '90s, it's like let's let's have one of our characters rap. You know, sort yeah. of thing. You know, it's not like they care about something culturally. It's more like what can we make money off of? And that's the thing. That's what capitalists really care. Like capitalists yeah. do not care about like values or anything like that. They really like, they'll just go and make some money because that's all they. That's really all they care about. I know that people get mad sometimes when they're like. Oh, they're going woke, or they're, it's like, dude, that's what that's what it sells. They like mm-hmm. they know what they know what's gonna sell, so they're gonna do it. Like that's, I mean, yeah, you could you could stay on your principles and make less money, I guess, but that's they don't want to do that. They want to make more money. No, <laughs> that's why they're capitalists. But uh, but anyway, so yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, there was there was a few good things now that I've kind of because you know, it, it, I I watched like all ten episodes within like a three day time span, so it's all kind of blending in a little bit, but yeah. Uh, I mean, there were a few things like the awkward moments of, of Leia, like with her arms being stretched out with all the ketchup. I mean, the ketchup thing was pretty funny. I, I oh, like yeah. that. And, uh, but like the thing that I didn't really like too much was like shoehorning in the old characters. Like, oh, remember Fez? Oh, remember Michael? And it was like, it was like, yeah. just okay. Like, my thing is, like, is I, get- I didn't mind the Fez one as much as I minded the, the, the Jackie and Michael one that just kind of came out of nowhere. There should have yeah, been a little looks- build up, but they, they, they threw that. They shouldn't, in my opinion, maybe it was just, you know, filming like time wise or whatever. They should have been in, in a different episode than Donna and, and, uh, Eric were, or maybe if you were going to have them there, have them share scenes together. Yeah. It- that's the other thing too, is like, they were always separate from each other. Like, yeah. And, 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 and then, um, I mean, the main thing is, it's like, uh, Topher Grace said he could only do one episode because he was at the same time filming, um, his, uh, own TV series. So, oh, yeah. What's that one called? Uh, I um, like that one. A Home Economics or something? Yeah, yeah, I like that yeah, one. Uh, I have yet to see it. Is it good? It's pretty decent. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it's like a standard sitcom. It's not like deep or anything, but it's, it's, I think it's all right. Okay, cool. I'll have to check that out. Um, I like Topher Grace, anyways. But yeah, um, me too. Th- th- that's the thing is, you see the first episode too, and you have these scenes. I mean, th- the first episode, though, I-, I will tell you, was was campy and cheesy as fuck. Oh god, um, yeah. <laughs> th- th- there were some good moments in it, but um, there were some really good moments from Topher, though. His his comic timing is just unparalleled and very underrated in my opinion yeah um but they did make him over the top with the whole you know teaching the religion of star wars and going to space camp thing it's like Uh, okay one or the other if you're going to do that see i hate it when they do that stuff it's like it's like we get it like you don't need to hit us in the face with it like because even then like that's that's the whole thing i was talking about where it's like like over exaggerated stuff so it's like yeah, we knew Eric was a nerd in that '70s uh-huh. show, but it, he was like a cool nerd. Like that was like the whole that was his whole dynamic. Well, was he was that. like a stoner nerd, you know. It was like that's the uh, thing too. He was yeah. a stoner nerd. He didn't really like school, but he was sort of smart enough to skate by anyway. That was kind of his dynamic. And now they're like, oh, he teaches Star Wars, and you know. And I mean, I know that they they did 
over go overboard towards the end of that series too with that like with him liking okay. star wars i didn't watch i mean I, I i watched every episode of that show but it did get kind of real lame towards the end especially okay. after he and and uh ashton left the show too so um yeah when 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 eric foreman who's the main star main main character of the show leaves it's yeah. like it's like when valerie harper left valerie's family I mean, Valerie, and then became Valerie's family, you know? It's like, okay, uh, let's... Because they had her killed in a car accident. Yeah. <laughs> then they changed it to another uh, show. they changed it to Hogan family. That's so. right, Hogan. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. It, it's but like... But it was up at the top where it's like, space camp, we're going to space... I'm like, come on, dude. It's like, we get it. It's like... My thing is, is that they, they, they should have... I'm... So, so first, you, you have the thing where, obviously, there's a Star Wars feeling there his his daughter's name is leia after princess yeah. leia then on top of that he speaks he, he he teaches the religion of star wars in college then you have the space camp thing <laughs> it, yeah it's overkill yeah. <laughs> it's, it is and also too the other overkill thing was like their whole like stunted relationship between Eric and Red. You think like by now they would have figured something out 15 years later. I mean, there, there, were, there were a couple, min, you know, scenes there where it was like, oh, you're upstairs people now. And they, they, and, and he, and, and then when I did find pretty funny though, when, um, Eric did say the whole, you know, foot in your ass sort of thing, like Red. Oh yeah. To, to yeah. Leia. And then, um, Red, Red was like, yeah. I never been prouder of you. But then they had to undercut the joke with another joke. Exactly. See, that's the thing, too. It's like, uh, and then plus two. Like, I was so, because I was afraid after the first episode, I'm like, I don't know if I can watch nine more of this because, yeah. Like, so when she first gets there, she wants to, like, shoot some baskets because she's like, you know, she's different than her dad. She doesn't want to be like a carbon, yeah. you know, copy of her dad, just like Eric didn't want to be a carbon copy of his dad. So, yeah. She wasn't really into, like, space camp stuff or whatever. So then. As she's, you know, shooting hoops, you know, in the driveway, she, you know, hears some music being playing uh, nearby. Uh, and it turns out that's next door. That's, you know, Donna's house where she used to live. And then a uh, new character called Gwen, which later on becomes, like, her best friend. Yeah. Well, one of her best, I guess, yeah, her best friend in the show. And then <laughs> she's playing, uh, she's um, singing. Uh, a lot of small set. Yeah, a lot of small set. Uh, to remind, how's it go, Howard, it, to remind you? You ought to know. Yeah. You ought to know. But, like, again, like, it reminded me of, like, a Disney show, like, Nickelodeon. I just, it was so, like, campy, like... It's the lighting. Oh, like, the it light. is the light, but it's not just the lighting. <laughs> it was also the way she played it. It was... Oh, yeah. That, it was like, oh... And then she's like, like, what are you doing, the creepo, or something like yeah. that? Because she's, like, staring through the window. And then I did like this line. I think she could have delivered it better, but I did like the line where... It's like, oh, I was just standing outside your window thinking of what it would like to be you. <laughs> it's <just> like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of like, cre creepy, but... It's like a stalker line. So, like, so there were some good lines, too, that were just not delivered very well, which, again, you know, first episode, I can't really blame her. She's and, probably only, like, 14 years old or something. So, yeah, I mean, like... Most of the kids, like, um, I don't know how old she is, but I think she's, like, right around the age of the character she's playing. She's like 14 or 15 at the time. Yeah. And, I mean, so you, you even got like, like the, the, the kid who plays Ozzy, um, rain Doy, He's only 13. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. He, he was 
you know, he still is, I think, even after the show premiered. So he might have even been 12 when they filmed it. So, oh, wow. He like, looks older than that. Yeah. Uh, a little bit older. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, like, there were some, even, even like the lines that were not delivered well. There's like some other stuff, too. Like, I wasn't really into like the whole Gwen's mom is sort of like the Bob character, kind of like she, she seems like a mix of the Bob character and Laurie from the original series. Like the who's oh Lori yeah Lori the daughter you know and the sister yeah who I mean, yeah, yeah yeah uh who, who obviously couldn't reprise her role because she the original actress died they did recast the role on the show yeah, not, not after she because she died years later but um yeah the uh the yeah the the original actress was actually from Sylvania Ohio so oh um, really yeah and of course the the person people made of her from Toledo and. Yeah, um, uh, Bonnie it, Turner, um, one of the co-creators of the show, her and her husband, Terry Turner and Mark Brazil, um, created the show, and yeah, and they named the town Point Place after the harbor part of Toledo. Yeah, and, I mean that's that's our that's like our home turf, so we yeah we know a lot about these things. Uh, I didn't know that she was from Sylvania, though. That's pretty cool. There's not a lot of actors from Sylvania, unfortunately. There's a few, yeah, but I don't know if she was born in Sylvania, but I know she went to high school in Sylvania. I can't remember what. <laughs> if it was Northview or Southview, but she went to one of them. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, yeah, Gwen becomes, like, her new best friend, uh, essentially, and they, they, you know, they form a quick bond. And uh, and then, yeah, we're pretty much introduced to most of the other characters, right? Because, you know, her brother from a different marriage, uh, you know, different dads, because she's, you know, she's, like, you know, part black and he's white. So, yeah, you know, different dads. And, and then he's trying to shave his chest and doesn't like this quote vagina music which I why would you need to not hear music while you're shaving your chest like I don't okay like I don't get that um, he can only concentrate on one thing at once yeah I don't know no, I but it, it, they just needed the joke but still um, yeah and, and that and that character is um, Nate Nate um, who is played by Maxwell A.C. Donovan. Yeah. And I okay. liked him. He grew on me. Like, the first episode, I thought he was stupid, but he actually... I think he's a good actor. Well, he was, you know... He he was, like, kind of like, you know... You know, I know they're gonna say woke, but he was kind of a, a stereotype breaker, you know, because he was, like, you know, football dude and stuff, but he was also very sensitive yeah. and emotional. You know, he was not afraid to show affection to his, you know, best male friend, you know, stuff you don't really, of course, they'll probably say nobody in the nineties would act that way. It's like, well, I don't know about that, but okay. No, and then I did. Um, that's the other thing too. Like people, that's nobody who plays football, yeah. you know, nope, nobody who plays football and tackles other guys would ever be gay. It's like, uh, which I'm not saying his character was gay. No, not, but it's like these weird stereotypes people have, like, Real men tackle each other and hug each other and slam each other to the ground and masculine and it's like they they look at each other's muscles and take showers together. That's what real men do. Not these feminists. <laughs> Are you describing like a beginning they watch, of a watch three hundred like, in the WWE? Um, yeah, you no. Know, <laughs> and so I mean, yeah, I like they. I mean, he was a little goofy, but I, I like. Yeah, I mean, I he like, grew. He grew on me, is what I'm saying. Like, I think he. It's character starts, as a person. Yeah, yeah. The, the the character grew on me, and I think his acting was pretty pretty good after a while like uh, it started out plus after seeing interviews with the guy 
he's nothing like his character. So it was like interesting to see that. I actually, he was acting. He wasn't like just delivering the lines. Um, and, uh, but I, 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 they do need time to develop all these actors. Um, I mean, the, the one that really needs time to develop and she was good in certain things was, uh, Sam Morelos as Mickey, Nate's girlfriend. Yeah. Um, I just don't think they gave her enough to do in this show. She was, she was kind of like a supporting character. Yeah. I, I liked her, but she didn't, she, yeah, she was sort of like, I mean, they did have like one episode where she was kind of like the main person yeah. or one of the main people, but it was mainly a, the Gwen, Leia, and Nate show and, 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 um, Jay basically. And then like, um, Ozzy was kind of sort of a background character as well. But yeah, I mean, not and, really, and, 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 and he was kind of like the, like, in, in, I mean, in certain ways people say he was like the Fez and it wasn't, it, it was basically that, but he was very much the, the stereotypical hiding my feelings because I can't really come out of the closet totally sort of character who um, was a stereotype at the time in the 90s when you had, or, or the, or the kind of, the the snappy gay guy you know who had all the all all the snarky kind of comments yeah like the one liners and stuff yeah yeah like yeah. Like, like you're like I don't know like like Jack from Will and Grace or something yeah you know that kind yeah. of like yeah. quick witted you know uh -huh. very like almost mean for the sake of being mean kind of yeah but you realize uh, it's just basically I mean if if you break it down you realize it has a lot to do with the fact that he hasn't come out to his parents and other things like yeah. That. And uh, the yeah. part, he comes out to Kitty through setting up an email address for her and the computer. Yeah, yeah. and and I mean, well, and, and that, that was the other thing too. People are like, nobody would have hung out with a with a gay kid in the nineties. Like what? I that's what they're saying that they would like not do. So so, so, so you're basically just admitting you wouldn't know. It's like I hung out with 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 people who were openly gay and people that were closeted gay. Yeah, when I was in it, high school. At the same time, it's, you know, so it's that's why I hate these and earlier too. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's why I hate these anti woke arguments because what they're essentially saying is that they'll only accept certain people as long as everyone else does, so they don't have to rock the boat. So it's like, oh, most people don't care about gay people now. Okay, fine, that's awesome. Yeah, you're you're okay, but it's like the '90s, like oh no, I might be in the minority here, so I can't take a stand. Like you're a weak, weakling little person. Like you know, like quipping the bitch, you know. And like the same thing now with trans people, if they if they bring in the trans character next season, oh god, you're gonna be seeing nothing but Shapiro. <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna not be on YouTube for like a year at that point. No, uh, they, they won't, see, I don't think. But <laughs> you know, but, who knows? But um, you you've got um, I mean, I mean, if people are like, oh, there was no gay characters in the original series. The we just covered the pilot episode of um the the remake for a previous episode. And there was an openly gay character in the first episode of the TV yeah. show. The so, mechanic. Yeah. Might not have been one of the main characters, but... <laughs> no, but and, he... But, but throughout the show, and I mean, Joseph Gordon-Levitt played a gay character in uh, in an episode who fell in love with Eric. So, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I remember that now. You know. But that mechanic, though, he may have been a big character, but he pretty much launched the the whole dynamic because without that uh -huh. Michael and 
and Jackie probably would have broke up. Yeah. But then stayed behind because he demanded two tickets to fix the car for free yeah. because there was money for it. And so, like, you know, he, he was an important character. He wasn't the main one, but... No. And, yeah, and that's the other stereotype shatter... Shatter... A stereo... Gender stereotype because he's like a mechanic, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, mechanics are these, you know, go to Hooters and they drink buffalo wing sauce and they slap the buffalo wings on their face and get their faces all hot with the hot sauce and they're burning their lips and their eyes and they're like, yeah, I'm those big tits on those waitresses, you know, type of thing. And, you know, instead, you know, you can't. You can't. Come, come back to us. Come back to us. You're, you're breaking into a character. <laughs> no, I'm not. This is my, this is my personality. Um, <laughs> This is this is who I am now. Um, <laughs> I hope not. Anyway, so I am a mechanic that goes to Hooters, and I I drink buffalo wings sauce. I slap it all over my face. I burn my eyes. I, I, the, the more burns, the better. I just open my eyes and shove it in there. I can't I can't hardly see the Hooters waitresses because I got my eyes are watering. Mixed the tears mixed in with the buffalo wing sauce. That's what a real man does. A man does not love other men. Except for my favorite football player, who I have like 18,000 posters of, and he's on my fantasy football team. Keyword on fantasy. Um, anyway, sorry. Um, I'm having a little bit, little bit of fun at their expense here. Yeah, so, uh, um, <laughs> so anyways, we do have, um, like we were saying, we, we did have um, other characters um, besides our, our main group there. Um, we, we had... Um, a new character, Sherry, who is the new neighbor to the Foremans, which we kind of talked about. Um, um, Andrea Anders, who used to be in the TV show Joey, um, playing, um, and she's actually from Wisconsin in real life. I was looking up some stuff about her because I had never, I was wondering where she was from before. So I, I don't know. I never really watched Joey, so I didn't know, but she's been in other things. But I guess that's the only thing I can remember in my brain. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, she played the character Sherry Runk, who is the mom of Nate and Gwen. Um, and, uh, yeah, and kind of the, like we said before, the surrogate, almost like a surrogate daughter to, to Red and Kitty. Um, yeah, yeah. Way over the top. My least favorite thing of the whole show. I, yeah. no, nothing against Andrea. I just think it was the way that it was written. So, I mean, they tried to lampshade it by pointing it out that it was cringe, but it's like, how about I just don't make it cringe? <laughs> yeah. I will, I will tell you that the, the, the one thing was pretty funny though, because she was using the shower at the, at the, at the, in one of the episodes at the, um, foreman's house because there was an issue with her, her shower. Yeah. And, yeah. um, she was in the bathroom for some reason using the shower in Red and Kitty's bath, um, you know, uh, um, bedroom suite and yeah exactly and, like what and, and, and red and kitty went up and had sex and, <laughs> and she just yeah, they they there. she comes out and she's like is it safe you know that was funny but i mean yeah she's like well i gotta just uh i gotta write this one out so, yeah <laughs> uh, yeah she was if she was okay with character it was a little bit i just think it was a little bit over the top and then yeah. added, added in the fact that she was dating fez who is always over the top? It was like two over the top characters together is kind of like overkill. Well, it was like it was it was over the top, but it was also one of those things of like one of the odds type of things. So it's like <laughs> okay, so 
uh, daughter, your your granddaughter is going to be is dating Michael Kelso's son, and your next door huh. neighbor is now dating Fez, who used to be one of your or was yeah. one of your sons. You know what I mean? It's like I mean, it, I know it's, 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 it's it, it, the point place is supposed to be like a, a real small like suburb, but still, it's like okay, well, yeah. yeah, but still, yeah, it's like come on, like you know, and that was the other thing too. So I was, and they instead of bringing in those characters, I was hoping that like you know at some point they would all be together. I mean, I know I know it wasn't going to be their show, but it, like it would yeah. still be nice to like have you know, like for example, like have all of them in the basement smoking pot, you know, or they something, seen each other or even years, somewhere like else, that, you even know? you know. It, it 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 it'd be cool. Um, hopefully, you know, if we get a season two, they do do that. You know, that they're able to work around the schedules of all of them. But but you've got like, I mean, I was surprised that we got so much of Wilmer Val- Valderrama in this show because he's currently on NCIS. So yeah, I know exactly. That's like his new gig for the past what five years, something like something that, like, um, or longer. I don't know. I don't watch that show, but. It's good in there. He's a lot different than Bess. Oh, yeah. He's a good actor. Um, But it's like, I understand they all have other things going on. So it's like, but it'd be nice if you could figure out a way where, hey, on this one day, we're going to film all of you for one scene or something, you know? Um, Yeah. But uh, don't overdo it either, too. So, yeah. Yeah, don't make it into like a. Oh, remember this character? Remember this character? Remember that? Remember that? Which they kind of did. Line. They kind of did that with Tommy Chong, but he was okay. I like Tommy Chong, so yeah. Right. I mean, that was yeah. He was Leo. I mean, that's they. We you can't have a show without Leo in it. I mean, yeah, you can't. We, no. we, did have, we did have one one episode where, um, which I thought was cool. They did some references to Kevin Smith and Clerks, and yeah. uh, and and they went yeah. to find um. Th- there was a guy that had had the video Clerks out for six weeks, um. <laughs> That was another thing and background stuff. Some of the movies that they had out on the shelves at that store shouldn't have been out there because they had <laughs> they hadn't come out yet in video. But um, <laughs> uh, of course I'm gonna say that. But yeah, um, yeah, like I I know it's Face Off was that Face Off came out in 1997. Uh, yes, <laughs> but, but the, the, the the one thing I think was funny is uh, other two. You know, I'll get back to the to the clerks thing, but um people were talking about the clothing and saying that, oh, kids didn't dress like that in the 90s. They sure as fuck did. Yeah. All the kids I hung out with did. I found pictures and shared them on a that 90s group fan page I joined of me and my friends from around that era. Especially and, the and we were dressed like. And, and my thing is, is watch, watch a 1995 episode of Boy Meets World. Uh, All of these kids could have been hanging out with Corey and the gang. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the dress that Leia wore reminded me of stuff from like Blossom a little yeah, bit. That's the other thing too. Oh, like watch Blossom that, from that era in the same kind of clothing. Yeah. It's, then um, again, we grew up in the nineties, so maybe we noticed these things more. But still, people and, were, were all like, "Oh, why aren't they wearing Janko jeans?" And like the those those uh those jeans really weren't as popular until the late nineties. They were no, they no. were popular. In my particular junior high school, among a few people, yeah, and it was only like it was like a clique of people who wore them. It wasn't like everybody was yeah. wearing them. So, and then other people, would, are, the, and then some people are like, "Well, my friends and I didn't dress like that in 1995." And it's like, "Well, maybe your friends had a different fashion sense than these." It's like, yeah, people. your 
friend, so your friends now represent everybody who grew up in the nineties. Okay. And, and, and the thing is with the nineties too, it, there isn't like a, there are some kind of styles here and there that are specifically nineties, like, you know, like, like frosted tips and, you know, and, <laughs> and grunge and, you know, plaid, which they made a big deal about in this and, you know, um, but, uh, but there, there's not like as, as definitive as like the seventies as far as style goes, you know? Yeah. And, and even on that seventies show, you had, you know, Eric didn't dress like Hyde, you know, it's like everybody had their own style. So it was like, you know, and Kelso, Kelso didn't dress like Fez, you know, it's like everybody had their own different type of style. Um, yeah. But anyways, uh, Leo had been renting, um, clerks for six weeks. So they, um, Leia gets to see the, see the video and then goes and they, they find out who had it and it was Leo. And then they, they're going to have a movie night and they're about to watch the movie. <laughs> Leo had recorded on it, a a, uh, I, I, the, the, the two lines from Leo that I liked first off is, uh, he's talking to Kitty and Leia when they go to get the video from him. And he's like, I've been watching, you know what I've been watching a lot of lately? The real world. But if that's the real world, what's all of this? <laughs> I liked that line. And I also liked on his video of his audition, he's like, he's like, I've fallen off of a roller coaster three times. Four times if you count the fourth time. Yeah, that, that was a good one. <laughs> like these, these weren't like these little ones either. They were like the big video ones. You know? <laughs> yeah. And Leo, Tommy Chong is always funny, and and it's funny that he was the one that had clerks because you know Jay and Silent Bob were basically like Cheech and Chong in a certain way. You know, they're in that yeah, style. all they were definitely yeah. And then um, also uh, Tommy Chong was in Jay and Silent Bob reboot, so it's like <laughs> you know, so yeah, he's part of that world anyway. So <clears throat> yeah, also to the fact that Leia doesn't really know anything about clerks, she just wanted to seem cool, yeah. And so she's kept saying like, oh. Yeah, that sexy Kevin Smith. I can't get enough of him. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is weird because you, you showed me something where people like, they obviously didn't consult Kevin Smith for the show. And yeah, like, I was trying to figure out, like, what did he have something to do with the show? I was like, what? yeah. And, and, and nothing that was in this episode would have net, net would have needed his consultation at all. They did reference to a movie he made. Like, I mean, that was. That was all. I mean, yeah. Like, what, what, what else do you want? Like a cameo from him, or, or do you want um, him to write the episode? What do you, what are you looking for here? You know, so it's like, and someone else had other things that they didn't consult someone else that they referenced, or I don't even know what it was, or, and it shows or whatever. I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't understand this. For one thing, sorry, pet peeve of mine. Yeah, I get really tired. When, like, a phrase becomes, like, a huge thing, everybody starts using it. So, like, quote, and it shows has become one of those phrases that I hate now. Yeah. Because it's, like, everyone says it, so it's just, like, oh. uh, or, like, the other one is, like, uh, you know, it's not a good look, or, oh, God, it's just that, it's, like, nothing wrong with the phrases, just that everyone starts using them, and I, I just, I get... My, like, my least favorite for a while there was, you had one job. Yeah, oh God, that one, <laughs> or, or the other one I like is where it says, no one, absolutely no one, and then it has, like, yeah. things like, okay, that doesn't make literally any sense at all. That's the other one, too, uh -huh. saying literally too often, I just did it, but, uh, yeah, it's like, 
so who's no one? Like, why? Like, does it make any sense? Why would no one say something and then someone else would say it? Like, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense at all. It's stupid. And another one too is uh, is yeah, you said the one about the that was your one job, and then oh, there's another one I had on my mind. I can't think of it, but it's 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 equally stupid. And yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I've been seeing these posts too about like, oh, they, they didn't consult the last word set, and it shows. I'm like, so what? That she's be consulted about how exactly her song's going to be used in the show. I mean, I guess some artists care about that kind of thing, but but but, I, but even I, then, I it's like all it was like, was a girl singing along to the song. That was it. Yeah, like, it was. W- what did she do wrong? You know, like um, people sing along to songs how they want to, no matter what. I've sung along to the song. It doesn't mean. Did I do it wrong? Did I have to consult Alanis before I started singing along with the song? I um, mean, yeah. Did I have to consult Miley Cyrus when I was singing "Party in the USA" in my car, or Beyonce? You don't know about me, you know, in my car. I mean, two of the greatest moments I, of my life for witnessing go, you do that. My phone, so. Like, hey, Miley, is it okay if I if I sing this? Like Beyonce, you know, by Miley? the way, no, wait. No. By the way, Beyonce, will you marry me and 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 divorce Jay Z? I don't but think no. Okay. Hate to break it to you, buddy. Uh, no, it didn't happen. Well, they're both billionaires, so I mean, you know, yeah. they they have like an empire together, so they they'd be stupid <laughs> to. They yeah. can they can own half the world if they, they want. They, they have an empire state of mind, actually. Um. Anyway, so the uh, <laughs> the um. So 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 we uh, as far as guest guest stars, also you know, like Laura Prepon, who directed two of the episodes, appeared as Donna several times throughout the series, like in, in quick guest spots, which was good. Um, also, we had, uh, would have liked to see more of Topher, though, but um, like I said, he only could do one episode. We did have Brian Austin Green playing Brian Austin Green and David Silver from 90210, in which was kind of one of the cring- cringiest, uh, I guess they, because uh. they, they did, uh, the episode was okay, but they, they, they did do like fantasy sequences in the original show, and I just didn't like the way they did this particular Nano 2101. And I'm also was trying to wrap my head around the whole 1995 of um, how did she go on a 90210 marathon? Did she have the show taped? Oh, how was she watching yeah, it over and over again? I was confused by that. Or maybe they showed like rerun episodes that well they didn't really do that back then so I don't know uh, I don't think there was like a, like I don't know unless it was like running on some kind of like uh, TNT or something at the time you know so I don't really know what I think they just made a mistake in the writing probably yeah script or something. I don't um, think they went through but we also had uh, Don Stark back as Bob in in the uh, birthday episode. See that, yep. that that one really bothered me is the fact that um, her parents weren't at her birthday party. Yeah, that wait, yeah, <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Yeah, what the hell, man? <laughs> they mentioned it. Though. I was like, it's like, oh, Donna and Eric can't make it. I was like, uh, okay, so um, but but Donna could just show up whenever other times, or like, how about a phone call? See, yeah. tell me. That Eric is off at space camp by himself, and they, they, they mentioned even... that he couldn't do it because he hurt himself. Oh, that's right. Yeah, getting out of bed. 
Oh, that's right. He didn't go to space. It's right. Yeah. So he he hurt himself again, trying to overplay the whole. Aha, Eric, such a klutz and nerd. Yeah. It's like, hey, we understand. It's the fourth drop. We don't need to keep this up. But oh, because he fell out of his bed, he can't call his daughter. So what? His voice is wrong. I mean, maybe maybe, maybe it happened off screen. But um, the hair. Uh, he could have called his daughter and wished her a happy birthday. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. The whole Bob thing when. Uh, I don't know. Um, a little over the top. I mean, he always was over the top, but <laughs> he... I, one thing, he, he looks like he's not doing well. Um, like, Well, he's old, you know, so... Well, I know. Uh, I mean, I feel... I kind of feel a little scared yeah. for him because he was kind of... Like, and the jokes were kind of not that great, and... Eh, oh, well. I um, mean, he, he is 68. Not like he's real old, but he's... No, I'm old. just saying. Like, I just, I just thought. But, but then after. again, Kurtwood Smith is 79, and he looked a lot better. I didn't know he was yeah. that old. Yeah, I didn't know either. But uh, yeah, and uh, but, Deborah, uh, Deborah Jo Rupp. I'm wondering how old she is. She's 71 as well. So yeah, okay. Oh, uh, Kitty. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. Kurt, Kurtwood Smith, who plays Red, is 79. That's amazing. Okay. so... He's been in a lot of cool stuff too. And yeah. he was in a Robocop. Yeah. Hey, come on, Robocop. I know. Make it better than that. Well, yeah, you can. But uh <laughs> but it's still a good movie. I mean it's cheesy, yeah. it's still a good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, violent as hell. Jesus Christ. Like I remember seeing that for the first time uncensored. Oh, and yeah. just like completely riddled him with bullets to the point of like Jesus Christ. Like do you really need to shoot him that many times? Like talk about diminishing returns too, like the whole uh by the time the third one came out, it was completely like PG movie, and it wasn't that violent at all, and everything. So, yeah, um, Robocop is terrible movie. We should review that sometime. Oh it's yeah, we will. Um, <laughs> so, um, the the final um, like big guest star they had was Jim Rash as Fenton. Oh yeah, that's right. Who is like Fez's nemesis from the original series? So yeah, for some reason I don't remember why. I don't know. I mean, but speaking of characters who were who were gay or vaguely gay, Fenton has always been that way. So yeah, Fenton, uh, yeah, Fez, you know, kind of. Has I mean, a, Jim Rash is in real life too, so it's like, nah. yeah. Like, I mean, I love Jim Rash, especially from Community and Academy Award winning Jim Rash. So, um, yes, yeah, and he's got his, he's got his, yeah. Uh, for what, for what, um. Uh, for what Emmy Award was it for? What uh, film or um, <clears throat> he won the Academy Award for Best Adapted Screenplay and received a gold, Golden Globe non- nomination for as one of the writers of the film Descendant, The Descendants. Oh, okay. With uh, George Clooney, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Yeah, but um, I mean, I, I liked it. I mean, the, the the interesting thing is, is which really kind of bothered me is they they had like a kind of a uh, I've heard people say call it a plot twist, which I, I, I it's like no, it's just a plot point <laughs> at the yeah. end of the series where all of a sudden, um, Nate and oh, Nate and, and Leia kind of have feelings for each other, and I liked that, but I wish it would have been developed a couple episodes earlier. Yeah, I hated that a, just because of how fast it, it was in the last episode, and that was it. I was fine with it. And I thought those were good scenes between the two of them, but 
they could have been in at least the episode before it. And then, and then, uh, you know, but, but this is kind of what you, you have this, there's a lot of issues with streaming television, in my opinion, because everything is so like serialized that you have to watch the whole season especially when it's released like all at once like netflix does with this and every almost all of their other shows like you know it's it's like i i kind of miss the whole week to week thing but then i also hate it too sometimes so it's like it's hard to say well it's, it depends on like how many filler episodes there are and things like that but yeah i, I kind of and like you know, there is a way to write things in such a way where, you know, you can skip episodes, but there is still a sort of underlying story going on as well. And yeah. that way, you're not really missing out too much if you, like, miss an episode or two or whatever, you know? And- yeah. <laughs> and that was the thing with, like, the original That 70s Show and sitcoms at that time. You could watch, like, one from season one and then one from season three and not really feel that lost. You know, you can't really do that with a lot of television series is now um and i'm okay with that but like 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 i was seeing though the thing i hate about like weekly things is like uh today i was watching um criminal minds evolution and uh that comes out once a week on paramount plus and i was like it ended on like this moment where i'm like okay i really want to see the next episode now <laughs> like now like i don't want to wait till next week like well yeah like, that's the cliffhanger yeah. I mean. <laughs> uh, it just made me mad though <laughs> like, why are you doing this to me but but that's okay i mean that's just the way it is but it's that's just the way it is it's just the way it is baby something's never was it was Pierce Hawthorne, so some things are stated the same, or like, yeah. that's just the way it goes, or, or yeah. <laughs> like, did he, is he, is that, is that Bruce? He's like, yeah. He's like, if we get sued, like, we don't know. And then he's like, uh, like something like, oh, it's the way it goes. Like, yeah, they got us. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they actually wrote in a script of the episode of Community, they actually wanted uh, Bruce Hornfield to show up and like punch Pierce in the face, but oh, they geez. like, yeah, we probably couldn't do couldn't afford He's like, hi, I'm Bruce Hornsby and punches him in the face. Like, <laughs> oh boy. Anyways, um, yeah, but so so it ends kind of on a cliffhanger. So they better have a second mm-hmm. season though. So because we yeah, kind of she's going back to school. You know, yeah, she's she go going back to school in, in Chicago, and we have the uh, whole thing where uh, we don't know what her situation with Nate or Jay is at this point. Um. You know, we're skipping over a hell of a lot, and we're just kind of doing a generalization of this thing. Um, normally, we do breakdowns of a full episode, but this was ten, so we're not willing to do that. Yeah, you know, just, you know if you weren't happy with that, folks, um, message me at mike at cullenpark dot com and let me know, and I'll uh, I'll send you something <laughs> nice, something nice <laughs> that wasn't a threat. Yeah. <laughs> I'll send you something. Give me your address. Yeah. No, I'm not going to send you something physical. I'll just like, you know, I'll write you a poem or something. And anyway, so I'm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, uh, what, uh, in, any final thoughts or predictions for like another season of the show? Like what you'd like to see if that would make it feel better for you? Uh, 
I don't know, just uh, the lighting definitely uh, an issue. Um, <clears throat> hopefully they'll they'll kind of come into <laughs> their own a little Gosh. bit, not make it too feel too forced sometimes, um, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's got to be its own show, so you can't just be a carbon copy of that 70s show. No. But I think that, you know, I don't know, I, I think that it's kind of have to come into its own a little bit and not be like so like cheesy to the point of like uh, like i don't know uh that's just my take on it um yeah and i, I mean it, it's like the one thing a lot of people are complaining about this show and they also said about like girl meets world the sequel series to boy meets world they're like it didn't focus enough on the original characters what's well, that's it's not supposed to. It's a sequel it's series. Not, that's like it's yeah spinoff. I mean yeah, that's why it's called spinoff. It's yeah. supposed to spin off. Uh, <laughs> and it's like would they be like complaining that Frasier didn't have Ted Danson in it enough or yeah. something? You know, we're still this Frasier show. How come he's not at the bar anymore? Or yeah, school <laughs> because it's that he lives a scale now. I mean, like <laughs> yeah, it's you like, know, a, a long ways away from Boston. <laughs> It's it's just stupid that people. It, it, it's funny when you you read in the same thread people complaining about exact opposite things too. Like it's like oh these characters aren't developed enough, or the same person will say that too. They're like the kids aren't developed enough, and there isn't enough of the original cast. <laughs> like, wait, what? Wait, yeah, it's like so you want the original cast to eclipse the yeah the ones that you want to develop, but then they can't develop because they're being eclipsed by the original cast. Uh, woke, woke. I don't have any other argument. Woke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they had two Asian characters. Oh, we now, you know, before we had we had to have one. Now we have two. Why don't we just make the whole cast Asian and black? Okay. The weirdest thing that? I saw oh. was somebody because okay, Nikki is obviously Asian. Yeah. Or something. I'm pretty sure. But um, and then uh, you know, Gwen is 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 mixed. I saw somebody online complain and says, I think Nikki and Gwen look like sisters and they shouldn't both be on the show. Uh, what? Um, yeah, so they look too much alike. Um, I did not see that at all. And I, I, I read mean, that. I read that comment like four times just to make sure I wasn't misunderstanding what the person was saying. <laughs> I mean, I guess the only silver lining on that is that this person... You know, would really have a hard time being a racist because they can't <laughs> tell the part. So I guess there is some good that come out of that. <laughs> because if, if she thinks that Gwen and Nikki look anything alike each other yeah. at all, I mean, nothing about them looks similar. Uh, yeah. Well, like, maybe they're height. Maybe they're like we're on the same height. <laughs> That's about it. Uh, I was like, I mean, I was like, do you think that Ozzy and Jay look alike too? Like, what's. <laughs> Yeah, just your measure. Oh, they're they're roughly the same age and they're the same height. So they yeah. you know, they'll just think, no, it's not how that works. Uh I mean the other thing too is that they dress completely different, Nikki and Gwen. Yeah, they it's, wear it's like, completely like, different oh, they style. Looked, they looked similar when they went to glamour shots together in the one That was because they were dressing up to... similar, but that was it. That was the one time, yeah. Yeah. I mean I probably would have looked like them if I went went to glamour shots with them too. But um <laughs> 
Well, that's why they have matching outfits. That's what yeah. that's supposed to do. It's supposed exactly. to. It's, yeah, come on, guys. Get get real with your comments. I mean, yeah. I can't expect them to really. YouTube comment section or any uh-huh. comment section, really. Facebook, what have you. Um, it's usually full of well, it's all people full. want to complain about it, something. And, and so. People are just so hateful in general when it comes to a lot of things. And it's like, I like to like things. That's why I probably have a more positive attitude. Not, not than you, but like than other people in general of this show. And it's just like, I, I just turn my brain off too when I watch it. And I think it's just sometimes you want like an old style sitcom from, you know, cause it's got a nineties kind of feel to it. And sometimes you want something more intellectual, but you know, when I just want something to kind of have on maybe in the background, this is a good show, you know? So it's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's better than two broke girls to have in the oh, background. Definitely. <laughs> um, I do think the yeah. laugh track maybe was a little too much on this, but they did have a live studio yeah. audience. So I don't know how much of it was the really the audience or if they right if if they peppered in laughs or not, you know. So I think they peppered in some because yeah. it seemed at times it did seem kind of uh over like the, top. the laughter yeah. was like really, really loud. because uh, I mean the difference is between this and um Nickelodeon did not have a live studio audience for like like if you like like an iCarly or something. Yeah. I've I've heard interviews with uh actors who have been on, been on that show they did not have a live studio audience all the laugh track on that was was added in post so that was obviously fake so it did kind of feel like iCarly once in a while though so it's like or Drake yeah. and Josh or one of those type of shows Drake yeah. and Josh I got or even Keenan and Kel whatever so um what's the bad one Drake and Josh which one yeah which one's the bad one Drake yeah. Drake, okay. Yeah. 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 Josh is the, the, Josh is currently on, uh, recurring role on, uh, How I Met Your Father, which just came back for another season. So, yeah. Yeah. I tried to watch the first episode. I, I wasn't feeling it. So I turned it off. Um, I it, might watch it. It, might. it. it gets better as it goes, but it wasn't as good as the first season so far. Yeah. But then again, I'll give it time, watch the next episode and see. But, yeah. um, yeah. Anyways. Maybe after that season's over, we can cover that season or something. But uh, we'll see or not, <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> but we'll um, see or not because we don't have eyes anymore. Well, yeah, ours, mine were. I lost mine in shop class, like Ozzy, and, and I lost um, mine for all the lighting. It was too bright, and yeah, you know, they need to turn the lights down a little. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> turn the lights down. Turn the lines of what? <laughs> Blow out the candlelight. It's like right, a birthday song. Anyway, that's, right. so- <laughs> that's not a love, that's not a appropriate song for <laughs> a birthday song. That was that was but, but that kind of joke was funnier when um a similar joke on Arrested Development. Oh yeah. When uh when they were doing karaoke and it was uh Michael and maybe hey singing together Af- afternoon delight yeah that was <laughs> yeah but it was but that was because it was played well and it was yeah. it was but they were both singing together and they're like progressively realizing what the lyrics yeah. mean <laughs> they're like wait what when, when you put the the the, okay. the 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 onus of realizing the joke on the person doing it it's funnier than the fact that bob just went all in on it yeah and and the other people are the ones reacting to it yeah, exactly. It, it's just a different flip of comedy that would have worked a little better. But um, yeah. 
maybe, maybe if, you know, Bob started singing it and started realizing like, oh, fuck, what am I singing? You know, sort of <laughs> thing. That would have been funnier. Um, right. And I would have been okay with the joke. <laughs> right. But anyways, um, any final thoughts here before we wrap things up? Uh, no, I think I've, I'm all, my gas tank is, is empty and we're, we don't, we can't see, um, um, Cockney Rebel now, unless we give two tickets away to the British version of the mechanic. Yes. That's the show days like these. So, mm-hmm. you know, well, anyways, if there's, uh, any other TV shows or anything you'd like us to cover in the future, message me at Mike at Cullen com or movies or, you know, topics, anything. Just let me know. Um, also, um, be sure to check out all real2.com. You can get everything there. Check out our YouTube channel and make sure you subscribe and share it. I want to build up our audience on there. And like and comment. The algorithm yeah. loves it. Yes. Like and comment. And actually send us money. Do, oh, wait. No. Send us money, obviously. But even if you do negative comments, it's actually better because the, they love negative comments. So start a fight on one of our videos and then it might actually go viral. If so you have two accounts and fight with yourself. That's fine. Yeah. Do it all account. Let's like do some fake, you know, some trickery here. No, yeah. no, I'm joking. Uh, no. Yeah. Don't do that. You might get in trouble for that. But yeah. <laughs> might get kicked off. Anyways. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, but, uh, subscribe to our show wherever you're listening to it now. Um, also share it. That's, that's a good thing to do. The, the best thing you can do, you know, just, talk to a friend and be like, hey, I heard this cool new podcast. And then tell them about how much you love WTF with Mark Marin. And, um, wait. Okay, hey, what? No. <laughs> oh, no. He me. No, you talk about our show. I'm sorry. I got yeah. confused there. Um, he yeah. doesn't need any more promotion. He's, no, he's he fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you tell everybody I mean, how much you love Joe Rogan. No, wait, no. No. No, no. Because no, nobody does. And, um... <laughs> Well, except for people who don't know better, but, uh, yeah, probably actually a lot of people do because he's yeah. Well, liked. anyways, so, yep. You know, (laughs) here's a better thing. Message Mark Marin and Joe Rogan and tell them about our show. Oh, (laughs) I'm good with that. (laughs) That's nice. (laughs) Yeah. But anybody, you know, just tell them about the show. Just be like, Hey, you know, check out the show. You might like it. Um, you know, and then, um, Tell them to subscribe and uh, make sure you do it too. Uh, you know, have your your puppy subscribe. I don't care who subscribes. You know, just somebody. And uh, also um, check out our Patreon and our T Public. Lots of cool stuff there. And uh, I don't know. Am I forgetting anything here? Uh, no, you just say that that you love them and I love them. <clears throat> oh yeah. Okay, anyways, folks, guess what? I love you. And you know who else does? Uh, Sesame. Sesame. He loves you to idles and biddles. And and until next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com.